the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Richard Robertson, and this is Life in Colorado. Dolly Parton's Imagination Library is a book-giving program that mails free, high-quality books to children from birth until they begin school, no matter their family's income. After launching in 1995, the program grew quickly. First books were only distributed to children living in Sever County, Tennessee, where Dolly grew up. It became such a success that in 2000, a national replication effort was underway. By 2003, Dolly Parton's Imagination Library had mailed one million books. It would prove to be the first of many millions of books sent to children around the world. Dolly's home state of Tennessee pledged to pursue statewide coverage in 2004, and global expansion was on the horizon. After the United States, the program launched in Canada in 2006, followed by the United Kingdom in 2007, Australia in 2013, and the Republic of Ireland in 2019. Together, Dolly Parton and her book-giving organization have received honors and awards for their dedication to enriching the lives of children everywhere. The Good Housekeeping Seal of Approval, Best Practices Award from the Library of Congress Literacy Awards, and Recognition in Reading Psychology are just a few among a long list of of the prestigious acknowledgments the program has received. In addition to the many awards the organization has received, several milestones have been celebrated throughout the year. With each goal achieved, a new one takes its place, creating an ever-growing and expanding organizational culture, much like that of Dolly's always-keep-dreaming mindset. But I think it's best to let Dolly explain it in her own words. You know, when parents read to their children regularly from birth through their preschool years, a lot of really wonderful things happen. The kids develop a greater ability to learn, their imaginations grow, their grades in school and reading skills improve by leaps and bounds. It's a fact. Reading to preschool children is one of the most important things we can do for them and their futures. But heck, that's easy to understand once you think about it. Sitting on their parents' laps, all warm and cozy, the kids really get comfortable with books. The printed page becomes a positive thing in their lives. And although the children aren't actually reading yet, these moments really prepare them to excel at reading when they start school. You know, my mom and daddy, smart as they were, never had a chance to get much of an education. They were too busy to read us kids anyway when we were growing up. 
I sure wish they could have, though. It would have helped me a lot in school, I tell you that. But we weren't alone. Back in the hills of Tennessee, illiteracy was a real problem. I saw firsthand the lifelong struggles that resulted from many of my friends and neighbors. It really affected me. And ever since that time, my dream has been for every child to have a library of books that their parents can read to them from, from the time they're born until they start school. But it's not a dream anymore. It's becoming reality. In 1995, the Dollywood Foundation created the Imagination Library, a program in which we give free hardcover books to every child in Sevier County, Tennessee, where I grew up. A book a month from the time they're born until they're five years old. Sixty books in all. It's a gift to the children of the community. Our books were selected by a blue-chip panel of educators, and each is just right for the age of which it's received. I bet you've heard of these titles. The Little Engine That Could, Mother Goose, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, The Owl and the Pussycat, The Gingerbread Boy, and that's just for starters. The Imagination Library was designed to help children dream more, learn more, care more, be more, and by golly, it's really working. Now my dream is to expand the Imagination Library to children all over America and all over the world. But I sure can't do it alone. I need your help to pay for the books. So in 1999, we put together a plan where local leaders like you, people who can see the value of the Imagination Library and are willing to fund it in their local communities, can replicate our program. You can give the gift of reading to every preschool child in your area. You just can't believe how little all this costs. Really and truly, though, the price of these books and the mailing are under $30 a year. In this day and time, what else can you think of that can do so much for so little? My guest today is Sarah Randall. She has been an affiliate and the program director of the Dollywood Foundation Imagination Library since 2014. When Sarah moved to Denver from California, she was familiar with the program from her work in the nonprofit sector. And with the help of a few volunteers, she started the Imagination Library of Denver, which now serves over 900 children in three Denver zip codes. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Well, what is Dolly Parton's Imagination Library? It is a wonderful free book program. Dolly Parton started 30 years ago in Tennessee. It was just supposed to be for the her neighbors and friends in Sevierville. It's a free book mailing program, uh, mailing one book uh, each month until a children, child's fifth birthday. How many books have they distributed? Since launching in 2015, we have mailed uh, 18,000 books wow. to our kids in Denver. That's a lot. Yeah, we've served uh, a little bit over 1,500 families. What's incredible is since launching in 1995 in Tennessee, and you know, since they've expanded the program worldwide, um, Dolly Parton's Imagination Library has mailed uh, almost 124 million books around okay. the country. Congratulations! That's quite an accomplishment. <laughs> Truly. How does that work? I mean, how do children get signed up for that? Sure. So the way our program works is. Children enroll um, by zip code. There are 26 affiliates in Colorado. We happen to be in uh, three zip codes in Denver looking to expand. They are enrolled. Their parents can do it online or mail in a registration form. And uh, the first book they receive in the mail is, uh, no matter what age, is the little engine that could, Dolly, mm-hmm. one of Dolly Parton's favorite books. And they receive a one 
high quality, totally brand new book each month until uh, their fifth month of their fifth birthday. And then the graduation book is what we call it is Look Out Kindergarten, Here I Come. Oh, okay. So our program is based in age-appropriate themes and concepts for the child's age. And really, our goal is to get more books into the hands of more children. So Mm -hmm. they are better prepared for kindergarten. You say that they go to certain zip codes. How is that determined? Well, really... The biggest answer is funding, whether or not we have funding. Um, We started in 80205, uh, our pilot program at a Montessori school in Curtis Park Mm. here in Denver. Mm -hmm. Um, And we started with 30 kids from the school, and uh, we grew that way. And now we have about 950 children in our program. But what we did was we looked at, we took census data, and we took city data, and we looked at the mean um, income for parents um, so we try to, because we don't have un, you know unlimited funds, right. we try to look at the zip codes in areas that maybe need the, um, more access to, to books. So is it an income based based on the family's income? No, it's totally free to anyone, um, to any family eligible oh, okay. uh, in that zip code. In so, that zip code. Yeah. So there's the three questions that we ask are what's the child's name, the uh, the birthday, and the address. Okay. So That's pretty simple. Pretty simple. <laughs> um, oftentimes people say it's, it's, is this too good to be true, but no, it's not. We are one of the biggest, um, collectively, the Dolly Parton's Imagination Library is one of the biggest children's book programs in the world. It's not only there's 26 affiliates in Colorado, but there's thousands all over um, the country. Mm-hmm. Um, the program's also located in Canada, the UK, the Republic of Ireland, and Australia. Wow. Okay. So. Yeah. All of the major English-speaking countries, certainly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And the one thing that we do get asked a lot is um, diversity in in books. Um, and we have uh, the a wide range of characters and cultures featured in our books. These are books that... Um, you know, we I read as a kid, like Ferdinand, mm-hmm. um, and you know some newer classics like Llama Llama Red Pajama. But we have a lot of um, really wonderful, really high quality um, uh, books, and bilingual. So okay. we have ten books, about ten books a year, um, go out with English and Spanish. They are all mm-hmm. in English, but some of the selections do have um, Spanish words. Or okay. um, mm-hmm. do do those go out to all the kids, or yes. just, just or Spanish speaking children? No, no, no. Great question. All of the books are chosen um, by early childhood literacy experts, the Dollywood Foundation. So they want to make sure that these books are their mirrors into these children's lives and, mm-hmm. and also windows into maybe what their neighbor neighbor is going through or, you know, what other things are going on in the world around them. Okay. You have affiliates. How many, how do you become an affiliate? How do you get a program started in your community if you wanted to do that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you can look um, and contact the regional director for um, Colorado and as long as you have two years of you, you, what you do is you take you take the data, uh, mm-hmm. how many kids are in your zip code zero to five, and you you take that amount and you multiply it by uh, the cost of the program, and um, that's how we got started. Is we got corporate funding from a group called Paradise Legardaire. They mm-hmm. were. Uh, 
coming into the um, airport um, as a as a uh, as a vendor, mm-hmm. and they wrote us into their RFP. So we have support from Paradise for twelve years. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah, so that's how we got started. So you need to get a sponsor behind you before you get this going, or yes, or as you get it going. They want you to have the funding okay. Um, secured. Okay. So, in, and our goal is to grow to the entire city of Denver, Denver by twenty twenty four. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just getting the, the funds together to do that. Sending a book to a child is, I mean, an every child is quite an undertaking. Yes, exactly. The books, it costs our program about $30 a year to mail out 12 books to one child. Okay. So it's about $2.50 a book. That And that includes the printing and the postage. So it's a very inexpensive, simple, and efficient program. Okay. Are you looking to expand all of Denver? Or are you looking for other people to join you in this? Or I would absolutely um, love to be able to expand as much as, as sustainably possible um, to um, Denver and into Arapahoe County. Okay. How do you find out about this? Where, where would they go to find out about your organization? You can check us out online at imaginationlibrarydenver.org. You can find us on Facebook or on Instagram. And, you know, I wear many hats. I'm the director and I'm happy to take phone calls and and meet anyone for coffee that's interested in this program. Mm -hmm. When Dolly Parton started this, why was it a book? Why did she feel that was important? Her father was wasn't able to read or write, so he never learned how to read a book. And she knew that he was one of the smartest man uh, in her life, and but knew that it held him back. And she never wanted anyone to feel that way. So by starting the Dolly Parton's Imagination Library in his honor, she wanted to make sure that every child had a book. Um, at a 60-volume library by the time they started kindergarten. Okay. Studies show a couple things. One is the more books you have in the home as a child, the more prepared you are for kindergarten, um, socialization, um, you're learning compassion, you're learning sight words. So everything that you're learning before the age of five is really, really important. It sets a foundation for the rest of your school career. Our program is really wonderful. I think originally she just wanted people to have access to books, but they've done longitudinal studies, especially in the state of Tennessee, where this is this program has been in the longest, where children who participate, they test higher with kindergarten literacy assessment scores. Those participants continue to test higher in second and third and in fifth grade. It shows that it increases child-directed reading, meaning a child is excited, a book's coming into the home, they know that it's their present, they know, to, they know that it's just for them, they know um, that if they hand it to a parent or a sibling or a grandparent and say, hey, read this to me, that type of child directed that's increased. They're getting that interaction with a parent. They're hearing words they've never heard before. Mm-hmm. They're hearing sentence structures that you don't maybe talk like in real life. So the child is getting exposed to a whole array of things that they're going to need mm-hmm. in kindergarten. Okay. Language really is primarily, especially at that age, a listening thing, isn't it? With children, they they hear the words and people 
talking around them, and so that's how they learn language. Exactly, but being able to sit with a child on your lap and reading and being able to talk about the book, you're getting that interaction with mm-hmm. a child so you can say, what is, you know, what kind of animal is this? Oh, it's a fox. What, what kind of noise, what kind of sound does a dog make? You know, woof, woof. Um, and so getting that sort of call and response back and forth and then seeing how you're, how an adult's you know, mouth is moving and, and how words are formed and, and hearing different sounds like letters go together. It's, it's all new and their brains are just eating all that information out. Oh, yeah. Children are little sponges. <laughs> little sponges. That's right. They just soak it all up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is, is there anything else that people should know if they wanted to get involved in this? Do you have an event coming up, I think, uh, later on in the fall, don't you? We have um, three fundraisers in the next about eight months. We have Raisin Readers at Blanchard Family Wines in the Dairy Block down in Denver, um, November 14th. We have very exciting, I think you are actually the first to hear, but we are um, in in part with Two Doors Down Productions. They're sponsoring, um, they're, they're putting on Dolly Day Denver, January 26th. Um, at Mile High Station, oh, okay. they are going to be doing um, all things celebrating uh, Dolly Parton since her birthday is January nineteenth. Okay, um, it'll be uh, part of the Guinness Book of World Records to uh, most Dolly's uh, impersonators in one spot. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be worth coming to right there. <laughs> get your red nail polish out and your bandanas <laughs> and, your cow- and your cowboy boots. Um, so we're doing that January twenty sixth. And then we'll have the Denver Grilled Cheese Fest uh, in April 2020. And that's our signature fundraiser. All okay. proceeds from Denver Grilled Cheese Fest and Raisin Readers come stay with Imagination Library so we can expand our service area. Has Dolly ever been here to visit one of these events? No, no. That's actually a really good question. I, uh, I have never met her. Okay. <laughs> I have met a few very good uh, lookalikes, but okay. I have not met her. All right. <laughs> How do they get in touch with you if they want to say, hey, this sounds interesting. I'd like to get behind this either as a donor or maybe start a, a new you know, affiliate. affiliate. Yeah. yeah. How, how would they do that? Yeah, great question. You can always reach me um, via our website at imaginationlibrarydenver.org. You can find us on and message me on um, on Facebook. And I'm, I'm happy to talk to anyone about um, becoming a partner or starting their, uh, another affiliate somewhere in Colorado. Okay. What's that website again? ImaginationLibraryDenver.org. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. I think this is a great program. It's so important to read to children. I know I read to my kids and my wife did, and uh, I don't know if they have fond memories of that or not. You, <laughs> but, <so> you do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have very fond memories of it. But I know how important it is because it does help them in their language skills and reading. Just, it's such a good thing to read. And you know, the old fashioned thing of picking up a book these days is getting to. Now, see, I even called it old fashioned, see, because my kids are all. All their friends are all online, but it's just a different way, I think, of reading sometimes. But it's good to have, a, I think, develop that habit of reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> and and even just learning how to hold a book and turn pages. Right. And, and that's, you know, that's really important because, you know, even though, you know, some schools are going, moving towards a lot, uh, you know, 
some schools are moving towards technology. Mm-hmm. Just having a book, re- being able to retain that information is it's still really important. Right. Right. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, and uh, good luck on your events. And we'll check back with you, see how things are going. Thank you. Giving children early access to books and reading significantly improves their cognitive skills and supports preschool education. This has been recently confirmed by numerous studies. They launched their program here in Denver in 2015 at the Family Star Montessori with 30 children. They've grown to serve more than 2,000 families in the Denver area. They've mailed more than 15,000 books since launching in Denver. Such classics as The Little Engine That Could and The Very Hungry Caterpillar, along with new classics like Llama, Llama, Red Pajama, are fun books to get any child excited about becoming a reader. They do need your support. The average book costs $15, but they've saved families in the area more than $200,000 by keeping costs down. The Imagination Library wants to make sure that children in our community have access to high-quality reading materials, no matter what their situation. If you'd like to become involved, either as a donor or a volunteer or starting your own affiliate, you can contact Sarah at Sarah at ImaginationLibraryDenver.org. That's Sarah, S-A-R-A, at ImaginationLibraryDenver.org. Or call her at 720-443-1026. Back through the years I go wandering once again Back to the seasons of my youth And I recall a box of rags someone gave us And how my mama put the rags to use There were rags of many colors But every piece was small I didn't have a coat And it was way down in the fall Mama sewed the rags together So I never pieced with love She made my coat of many colors That I was so proud of While Mama sewed, she told a story From the Bible she had read About a coat of many colors Joseph wore and then she said I hope this coat will bring you Good luck and happiness And I just couldn't wait to wear it And Mama blessed it with a kiss My coat of many colors That my Mama made for me Made only from rags But I wore it so proudly And although we had no money I was rich as I could be In my coat of many colors Mama made for me So with patches on my britches Holes in both my shoes In my coat of many colors I hurried off to school Just to find the others laughing And making fun of me In my coat of many colors Mama made for me No, I couldn't understand that Cause I felt I was rich And I told them of the love Mama sewed in every stitch Even told them all the story 
Mama told me while she sewed and why my coat of many colors was worth more than all their clothes. They didn't understand it and I tried to make them see one is only poor only if they choose to be. It's true we had no money but I was rich as I could be in my coat of many colors Mama made for me cause she made it just for me. Thank you. 